0: Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend, Jan, and you are listening to episode 179 of the Creator Smarts Podcast. In this episode, we will be talking to Ari Smith, aka NYC on YouTube, 6 million subscribers, many viral videos. And uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about how you go from AdSense to creating courses to creating a unique product, an exceptional product that's needed in the market. Yes, we launched a tech product with Ari and we're going to talk about the process, uh, why we did it and how we did it. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Enjoy. This is the Create Your Smarts podcast, the number one podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following to build a smart and future-proof education business. I'm your host, Jan. Okay, so I just came back from VidSummit. Went on a trip to the US, first spent a few days in Dallas. Um, We went to VidSummit, the biggest YouTuber event in the world. Um, At least the best. I mean, I go to all these creator events, right? Um, Of course, VidSummit is bigger. Um, Or I mean, VidCon is bigger, but VidSummit is... um, well, it was pretty big this year, a few thousand participants, but yeah, all the big players come there. So it's for agencies, startups and the creator an economy um by a- agencies by the way, I mean talent agencies and of course content creators. All the biggest names are there. Uh Mr. Beast is a shareholder, I think he has a stake in the company, so he's there. He brings all he brings everybody else basically. Um so this time it took place uh, it took place in Dallas for the first time. Previously, they organized this event in LA. And um, yeah, uh, flew to Dallas, my first time in Texas. I actually brought my dad on this trip because he'd never been to the US and he saw that I was going again and said, well, if you want, you can join me on this trip, but I really have to go to this summit for at least two days. Um, After Dallas, we flew to New York to visit one of our dear friends, Ari. Ari. Um, aka Sharma. Now we have been working together for a while, and you know I thought it would be fun to do an interview with him. So a new format: we're actually walking around New York uh, while we are talking into our phones, and uh, yeah, that's how we record this podcast episode. Um, we're gonna talk a bit about YouTube to give you guys some context where we are coming from. And then we're going to talk about calls, businesses, and building a tech product. product. And um, yeah, it's going to be very spontaneous, like no cuts in this interview. We recorded it at one go. Um, there's going to be one or two interruptions from, uh, I don't know, traffic, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, this was a really fun interview, really fun to do this. And I would actually, I would love to do more. Yeah. Uh, I would, lo- I would love to do more interviews in this style. Without further ado, let's get started. Here's my interview with Ari. All right. So, um, just to give you listeners some context, it's um, eight twenty-five. We are here in New York, and I just visited the one and only Shalma a.k.a. Ari here uh, in his apartment. Ari, how's it going? Hey, yeah, How are you doing today? What do you usually do on a Sunday morning? Yeah,
1: I uh, get up, um, learn some uh, Haitian Creole, you know, switch over to some uh, Jamaican Patois, maybe a little Fujianese in there, wow. and uh, that's how I start my morning, you know.
0: Exactly. That's that's what we were thinking. So the goal of this interview, um, we have been working together for a few years now. Um, a few years ago, we actually the first time we got in touch was like 10 years ago but then we reconnected a few years ago i saw that you were going viral on youtube millions of subscribers i was like hey i think i know this guy doing a language language pranks basically right going to chinatown shocking all the chinese people there with your fluent chinese um start with chinese then you did tons of other languages how many languages have you Using you your videos so far? Yeah, I've I've studied and probably done
1: somewhere around fifty languages, um, but I, you know, fluently I really only
0: speak three or three or maybe three and a half. Uh, well, anyway, you really like your niche there. I mean, people from all over the world subscribe to the channel, watch the videos from the beginning to the end. Uh, language pranks, but then most recently you also went to, what's it Ecuador? yeah where you joined this tribe what, what, what was happening there
1: yeah I, um, uh, I, I, I was really interested in, uh, in doing something like really out there um, and so I was kind of trying to figure out what to do next um, and I ended up getting in touch with a guy who lives whose family lives deep in the Amazon jungle and he invited me out there you know to, to like check out his, his tribe and it's like two or three hundred of these people living in this one town really deep in eastern Ecuador And he was able, as well, to teach me some of his language. And so, you know, I came out there. We met the chief and the and the princess of the village, and spoke to villagers in the Warani language, which is a linguistic isolate, Um, and uh, there's no relationship to any other language. They've been they've been in that in that part of the jungle for thousands of years, and it's a really pretty amazing experience to see how they live. So you had to you had hunt, hunt monkeys with them
0: naked right on bare naked.
1: feet yeah yeah cuz they you know traditionally they don't they don't wear clothing um because it's very hot and humid in there and also also when hunting they uh it also helps for uh for the movement and it's they prefer going going naked and totally barefoot And so i tried to kind of you know tag along with them for the hunt and uh almost got myself uh killed but you know it was it was
0: fun crazy video i mean <laughs> we we had dinner yesterday right like the four of us you your wife and actually brought my dad uh, on this trip here in New York I asked your wife how she felt about the experience <laughs> he was a bit worried I think but the video did well right um anyway there was something else that you told me about that video because at the end of that video or at, at the end of the video series what happened like this guy he was asking yeah so so we so um you know
1: like me and my crew got there and uh You know, we went around the village, and we, you know, went hunting with them, and you know, spoke the language with the local villagers, uh, you know, and learned about the jungle and where they live. And at the end of the end of the video, you know, the chief, the chief, the chief spoke to us and and basically said, you know, he was very happy to have us come here to his village. The reason being that he was he was very keen on on Communicating to the rest of the world their situation, which is that you know their their part of the of the Amazon is being increasingly encroached upon by by by, uh, by poachers and particularly oil oil men and loggers who are you know exploiting that part of the world for for its oil, and that's that's an issue because because their it uh, it encroaches on their on their traditional hunting grounds, and so it makes it you know impossible for them to live their lifestyle, and so he he mentioned in the video he said he said hey like you know this is something we're really trying to protect and you know thank you for helping spread our message and i was very excited to see just a couple months after that ecuadorians voted to stop oil drilling in the amazon uh, which i was i was very excited to see and i felt like i look it probably probably didn't really do anything but but i i was i like to think that my video played some some small part in uh,
0: so you know, making making an impact by learning languages right by speaking languages of people from all kinds of different backgrounds. that's essentially what you do in your videos last year we went to vet Summit together uh, you were approached by subscribers of your channels all the time and you know i asked them or we asked them like why do you why do you like this channel so much and what they people say that you make all the people feel hurt um it's just the reactions, you know, like the smiles that you bring on people's face. And you do that through languages. Now, that's the context. How did we get in touch again, by the way? Do you remember originally? We? Yeah. Did you, like, did you interview so, me for
1: something? No. Like 10 like, years ago, before yeah, I ever so started. 10 years, years ago, videos. I remember
0: I was at this uh, this conference in Bratislava. And I was also running a YouTube channel, right? It, like videos, uh, uploading videos in which I spoke Chinese. You were doing something similar on the uh, RE yeah, are in Beijing Aryan channel? Beijing, yep. And at the time, like you had, I don't know, ten or twenty thousand subscribers. I think I was there as well, maybe ten thousand subscribers. And I was like, man, this guy speaks really good Chinese, and I left a few comments. And you reacted to that, and then I think we exchanged messages, and we were like, yeah, let's jump on a call to talk about YouTube. But at that time, I, I didn't know anything about YouTube. I think we, the thing that we discussed is whether. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was about YouTube strategy. But I didn't know anything about you. Like you were already thinking about YouTube strategy, whereas at the time I was just using upload, using uplo- using YouTube to upload fun videos. I wasn't really thinking that this is something that could become a career. But here we are, fast forward ten years, walking around sunny New York. <laughs> um, okay, now do the you, listeners now know what you do? re a few years ago. We said, Ari, you have this audience, you were working on a Chinese course, um, which you sold. And then I think you reached out, or we got in touch because of some other networking event. And you he said, hey, um, I put so much time and effort in this course, can we create a proper business, right? So that's why we came up with the idea, yeah, let's do this properly. Let's set up some sales systems. Um, let's do some branding. Let's figure out what your method is. Uh, and that's where Street Smart Languages was born. A course business. So when we think about how YouTube is in the education space... You're not even in the education space, right? It's more like entertainment, an entertainment and Yeah, base, I know? mean,
1: I would, I would say my videos are entertaining. And I, I'd say the main... You know, if you want to be generous, they're, they're, they're educational in the sense that... that uh, you know, people can hopefully get inspired by seeing me learn and study all these languages. Yeah. And then they themselves you know, wanna go
0: and learn. I mean well. what what we discovered a few years ago is that it was a very small segment of your audience that are interested in foreign languages, right? So that's where we saw an opportunity. So whenever creators in creators who have an audience that wants to learn something from them, step number one to monetize, in that sense, everybody's already doing that, right? And then step number two is hey maybe I can sell education products. So we created all these language courses. Different languages, different levels Step number two. And then what's step number three? Because it's really hard to to have the course business outgrow you as a personal brand, right? Yeah. If if Ari gets hit by a bus today, then how well is 3 Smart Language is gonna do in five years from now? Is it gonna grow? It's technically possible, right? can You can build tr- external traffic sources, you can run ads, and you can do that by making it all about the methodology, not necessarily about you. We've already done that, but you see the bridge that I'm making here. We recently launched our first tech product. Tell me tell me why. I mean I know why we are doing it, but what's your motivation to do that?
1: Yeah, I I think I think this is less like I was thinking about this less as a less as a business strategy and more as something that I initially, that I just thought would be really cool to do. I mean, I remember, you know, I I had this idea when, uh, you know, a few months after New AI came out, and I was just thinking, like, there's got to be a way, there's got to be a way for this to to teach you a language, you know. Um, And I, look, this wasn't really, like, a particularly unique idea. You know, I've had people... People email me, kind of pitching similar, similar types of thoughts. But um, you know, because we already had this language business and this audience, it kind of made sense to uh, you know to execute on this and try to try to create a real product here. Um, and at the time, I remember talking with you about it, and I think it seemed to you and also to me a little bit as well, just like this kind of crazy idea that uh, that like is this really going to work? You know, I was talking with my wife as well, and she was like yeah I don't know it was like why are you you know wasting your time on this on this kind of weird thing that's going to be really expensive to develop with no kind of uh, you know guaranteed chance of success but um, just
0: like any tech startup isn't
1: it exactly yeah exactly and so uh, but you know it just seemed it seemed like a promising and interesting idea so we we continued to explore it Um, and then you know again like this wasn't this wasn't a particularly original idea um, I mean, I think the design, the you know, uh, ideation was, was was somewhat original as far as it goes. But you know, as far as the product for learning languages, like like uh, I think a lot of people were thinking thinking similar thoughts at the time. And so we, uh, your your friend Lucas, who's kind of a hyperpolyglot and, and tech savant as well, approached us with totally independently of what we were we were we were ideating uh, with a with a prototype of kind of this ai teacher and when we saw that we knew that we had to had to collaborate
0: with him on on building something for real so the idea there is that okay people take a language course a self-study course right that's essentially that's what we have been offering so far essentially that's what most people and companies are doing but then okay now you know the basics but the only way to become really fluent i mean you know it because it's what you do all the time—is right. to get speaking practice, right? That—that—that's I mean, how my, you learn language. My
1: frustration for such a long time with with our course business, and look, I think our courses are great, and and I love them. But I think this was a problem with our courses, and and with honestly with most everybody's courses, is just how do you how do you get speaking practice, right? Because you can, you know, you can like self study can take you can take you quite a ways, but you really need to you really need to speak if you want to get good at speaking. Like, there's no, there's really no other, no other way to do it. Um, And so, you know, like, you could only tell people in these self-study courses so many times, like, okay, now that you've learned, now go out and, and practice. But, uh, but how many people are really going to do that? You know, it's, it's, uh, especially when, like, tutors are expensive and have limited availability. Like, they might not have any Chinese people in their neighborhood they could practice with or, you know.
0: And um, people might... get anxious, right?
1: Yeah, of course, right. People are super anxious and, and it, just, it just seemed so hard to actually try and create something. And, you know, we had thought about, about creating something like Italki or, or Baselang to, to, you know, to find tutors. But it just seemed kind of difficult and, and impractical. And so that was just a huge motivator for, for wanting to try and use AI to create something that you could speak with. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, it just seemed like a golden opportunity that we were sitting on to try, and, to try and develop something for real.
0: And you actually do have a background in tech, right? Yeah,
1: I, I worked as a software engineer for several years. I, in high school, uh, you know, when I was 15, 13, we got these graphing calculators in our classes. And the first thing I, you know, I did with them was try to program stuff to help me with my math homework. Um, and so, you know, pretty soon everybody in the school was asking for my program to help them do do their uh, their their test questions and their and their homework questions. Yeah. Um, and I and I loved it. And then and then you know, me and a couple friends actually ended up making some programs for uh, for the new uh, for the widgets in, the, in in Apple's Apple's operating system. This was back in 2004. Yeah. Um, and so we did, and you know, we we, we made a whole website and a little company, and uh, we were featured in Apple's newsletter and in magazines and. You know, we got tens of thousands of downloads of these, these little programs that we made. Um, and, you know, for me, it was really fun developing software and, like, building these things. And, and uh, you know, then after college, I worked at a tech company for a few years as a programmer. And I really always enjoyed creating, creating apps. And so I, I, had always, I had always wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to do something like this yeah. where, you know, where I was helping create, like, a real, a real, a real tech product that people could use. And that would be beneficial in people's lives, um, and uh, you know now we're here with something real.
0: Yeah, I, I remember that a few years ago, like you said, like why not, why not build an app? Like why not build the next Duolingo? And I was like, man, how the hell are we gonna, do, <laughs> how the hell are we gonna do that? Um, but I guess this year things changed, right, with the whole AI thing, and especially when Lucas showed a prototype that we are built. Uh, I think that really, when we saw that thing. Like that, the little software that he created, I think that showed the potential, right? That showed what was what is possible with with AI and language learning, because you know, in in some cases, and I believe that an AI language teacher can actually be better than a real language teacher, because if you go to a tutoring platform, you know, sometimes you have to educate a teacher on how to teach you, right? teach me all these words teach me these phrases that i really need um don't correct my mistakes or correct my mistakes um the speed the accent the availability um all these things are not an issue anymore with 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 tech now and it's still early all right but it's i mean i think we're almost there and now let alone like where's this where's technology gonna be in a year from now so yeah i think uh it's a really exciting project. I mean, I in a, you know, in
1: addition to having this tech background, I also have a, uh, probably one of the world's most extensive background in learning through you know human language teachers, and <laughs> it is very interesting because because uh, you know not all teachers are great. I mean, not all human teachers are great. You know, like you said, there's there's really a it's really a very mixed bag in terms of quality and. Uh, you know, one thing, one thing that excites me about AI is you essentially trying to build, like, the perfect teacher. And I think you're never going to be able to replace that real human connection that you can get with a language teacher, but, you know, especially for people who can't afford a human teacher or, you know, don't, like, you know, have crazy schedules and, and, and can't, you know, make half an hour during the day to, to sit down with a language teacher at their, in their time zone, you know, I think, I think we're, we're trying to make a substitute that's the next best thing
0: yeah and we can we can clone you right actually we have already done that like we we we've had a a Ari, a language teacher that spoke almost all languages without any accent um that's another thing right i mean for now i mean this is something i guess that we'll be focusing on over the next few months but what if you can actually learn a language with your favorite language youtuber all right (laughs) I mean, isn't it isn't it crazy? Like, how many emails do you get? Hey, Ari, can you please teach you? Can you please teach me Chinese? Um, well, now you can you can teach ten thousand people at the same time, right? right? Of course, it's not you, but man, as your voice, your face, your personality, like, and for well, and it's it's almost for free, All
1: right? So, yeah, I mean, I think I think the idea is is for this to grow beyond just me. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, th- I think that's—I think it's that's the exciting thing. I think we we want to be teaching people from from all over the world. You know, people who are not fans of my channel, who've never even seen my videos, um, and and really grow this to be a world class AI language teacher, um, and not just not just a good AI language teacher, but a good language teacher. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, some a kind of trusted companion. ...with whom you can practice your languages and get speaking practice... ...and learn English, Mandarin,
0: um, any language, French. I mean, we already have like, what, eight languages or something, right? In a few weeks, it's probably going to double. Um, just back to the big picture overview here. Um, back to the strategy... So we said, number one, AdSense. Number two, if you're on education, you probably want to sell courses or a membership. But how do we build something that can outlast, outlive you as a content creator? And I think that the, I'm not going to say the only way, but the best way to do that is to build a product that's an exceptional product that that people want. Um, I mean, look at like the biggest, like Duolingo. Right? They didn't become big through influencer marketing. I mean maybe played a role, but essentially word of mouth, that's what you want. And you can only create that if you have a product that people really need. I mean courses courses are good, they do the job, people get results. But in the end, all self study courses in the bookshops, online, apps, it's all more or less the same thing, isn't it? Um whereas what we're building here, of course, are our competitors. But we know from running this business and also like talking to other people in the space, we know that all the language teachers, all the uni- all the schools, all the language schools, they want to facilitate language lessons. but it's, it's just a hassle to, to do that. You need to deal with teachers, you need to deal with students payments. And um yeah, we seem to have arrived at a point of time where where this can be at least partly replaced by AI. So yeah, I think I think that's a huge that, I mean, that's I, a big think, opportunity. I think I think uh I think K through twelve
1: schools is one of the you know, is a hugely underappreciated aspect of this technology or a, a hugely underappreciated potential outlet for this technology. I mean my dream for a very long time as a language As a language uh, educator and influencer, has just been to replace so much of the language teaching that goes on in our schools, so much of the ineffective methods that 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 go on in our schools, with uh, you know, with an iPad for every kid connected to another kid in Guatemala. So the Guatemalan can learn Spanish, and the American, the Guatemalan can learn English, and the American can learn Spanish, right? Directed by the teacher who you know gives them a lesson and then says, hey, kids, and now that you've had this lesson and you've learned how to, you know, form the subjunctive in Spanish, now we're actually going to practice with kids in Guatemala. But that's very difficult to do, you know, because everyone needs an iPad and everybody needs a, you know, there's got you have to find a sister school in Guatemala, and it just doesn't, it's, it's very difficult to do realistically. But when you can do this with AI, I mean, I always think the most effective form of instruction for for anything, whether it's language learning or martial arts or you know whatever, is a little bit of instruction followed by double the amount of time of practice and drilling. You know because you can't learn without the practice. And so currently in language schools, not language schools, but just schools in general, the way languages are taught are just the teachers, you know, standing up there and giving a forty-five minute lecture, and then the kids go home and done. Yeah. But and they learn predictably absolutely nothing. So. You know my idea for how to remedy that always has been teacher gives a little bit of lecture yeah. and then students immediately go and practice yeah. you know and I think with AI uh, here let's cross this um, yeah. you know and I think I th- and I think with AI we're coming to we're coming to a point where it may actually be feasible to implement this kind of speaking practice in a classroom
0: yeah and I think that's really cool. I mean, and are multiple levels here, right? So, like, the, the easiest thing to do, the lowest hanging fruit, is to sell this to your own audience, which we have already done. And then, like, a second level two could be to sell this to everybody who wants to learn a language on the Internet. But then, essentially, you can also do that to everybody who wants to learn a language on ge- in general, right, the Duolingo audience. Yep. But then you can also do this internationally, right? I mean, how many people in... The, Either in Indonesia or in Korea, in Japan, that wants to learn English um, or another language. Um, yeah, I think this is yeah, this is really exciting.
1: So, what do you think? Do you think we have a shot at taking over the world? with our I mean, look
0: at, <laughs> look at what we look at what we what we've done so oh far, heart. right? So, just to <laughs> are we going to crash and burn? Well, you never know with startups, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna say, so far so good. So just to give some context yeah, to the listener, we created this MVP, we opened a hundred spots, right? We send out an email to your mailing list, and we said, hey, we're building this thing, it's not great yet, but if you sign up now, you're gonna get six months of access, and we're gonna improve it over these first six months. Um, also, if you have any ideas or suggestions, you can give us your input, and you're basically going to help us shape this product from the very beginning. Going to get access to Ari and the rest of the team on a Discord server, right? That's what the offer was. And yeah, we sold, uh, we sold out those 100 spots overnight. Um, only one language. It was almost an anti-sales pitch, right? We said, if you are a beginner, don't buy this. If you're not in tech, don't buy this. If you don't like bugs, don't buy this because we're going to have bugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And predictably, yeah, we <laughs> sold it and we had a...
1: We had quite a few pissed off users in the beginning. You know, just, why isn't this that's working? Not, no, like, man, that was only, <laughs> They weren't pissed off. I'm exaggerating a bit, but they were. You know, p- there were a lot of problems. Like, you know, it, did, it didn't work on the iPad. Like, the button didn't work in Safari. You know. Yeah. Like things like that.
0: But the the good thing is that the people who sign up, they're all, they all. They knew all, what they were getting into. They knew what they were getting into, and they were really supportive, super patient, and we were also very active on the Discord, right? Like, people really. S- Did see that we were listening to what we were saying and that we were taking action immediately. So I think that's actually there was a good reason to go like high price point from the beginning, right? We didn't say nine dollar subscription, we said a hundred and hundred and fifty dollars for six months, and that way we actually managed to attract. Okay, we got interrupted here, the truck crossing the road the
1: New York yeah I mean
0: that's what makes these walking podcasts exciting right and I don't know, what's, know gonna what's gonna happen yeah um, what was I saying yeah the people on that Discord group like everybody who signed up no I was gonna say that 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 that, uh, that $150 price point was a good filter because we attract the uh, the best customers who had good ideas and who were very supportive um, now we are a few months later, we have still only sold it to the mailing list, uh, we have all kinds of languages, we have hundreds of paid users who paid 150 or 250 dollars for uh, the annual plan, um, there's no trial Yeah. Um,
1: and it's quite an expensive product and of course you know, our idea is eventually to bring the price as low as possible,
0: yeah.
1: um, but, you know, this initial high price acts as a filter, you know, for users who are, who are willing to experiment and also, uh, you know, also help us out with a little feedback, and they kind of know what they're getting into, yeah. and, and for us, it also obviously helps with, with uh, you know, funds for development of the app and making sure our costs, which are quite high, don't, don't outrun our revenues at this point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, I mean, the idea is to bring the price to, you know, I mean, I would love it if we could sell this product at $7 a month, you know, and, and really try to try to help educate the entire world.
0: Um, yeah, although there are competitors who are charging like 60 per month for unlimited speaking practice, yeah. right? Because what you have to remember is when you work with AI, when you use uh, Open AI's APIs, for example, is that you, have, you pay per token, right? So every time somebody, every time a user says something, and we send a response It costs us money So we have these uh, We have these running costs um, which, which I've been kind of shocked At how, how high they are Yeah, they're actually quite but. expensive And then there is also Those text-to-speech software, right? Um, if you want average voices Very cheap if you, want really, if you want to teach us To have good voices Yeah, you pay like Emotive 10 times human-like more human-like
1: voices Are very expensive
0: Yeah I mean, we sent you an audio clip The other day And you said man to be honest i wouldn't be able to (laughs) i would really think that this was me who recorded this right yeah yeah i would have a hard time distinguishing this voice between
1: my own voice yeah in fact Surprise, guys. We're actually, this, this podcast, we've actually scripted the entire thing. And we just yeah. ran it through AI. These are all in- AI-generated in- voices. Including the interruptions. Jokes on you. <laughs> including
0: the, the interruptions from the truck. You're right. uh, <laughs> background noise, all that kind of things, yeah. yeah. Anyway, if you want to follow the project, you can go to yourteacher.ai. You can see what we are doing there, how we are doing things. Um, the idea there is that we want to build a business that can out- outlive Ari. As a creator, not necessarily because we don't know what's going to happen to him. I mean, you seem to be loving YouTube. Are you going to continue with YouTube? Do you s- still see yourself making videos and years I mean, I,
1: I, what I want to do is make is make the best things that I can to, you know, to uh, to bring happiness and enjoy uh, the most number of people. And if if that's videos, great. If that's if that's an an AI language teacher, then great. You know, I mean, I I, I could be I could be making videos. I could be I could be, uh, you know, running a garbage supply business. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really care. Like, I, 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 wanna, be doing, I wanna be doing the, the best thing that, that my talents can allow me to do. Yeah.
0: I mean, what we've learned from talking to many creators is that, like, the number one pain point, especially among the, the bigger creators, is that they get tired of content creation, right? And they know, many of them know that if they stop creating content, they start making money. Right, so maybe this is not something that you've been thinking about too much because you seem to be enjoying what you do, but from us, like me and Oli, like this is what we think about all the time, right? Okay, how can we help these guys to build something that can that can outlive them? And no, of course. I mean,
1: for me, I th- I think that, like, like I I think all the time, like, you know, am I just one less viral video idea away from my business collapsing? I mean, you know, YouTube is is a, and content creation in general is a game. You know, totally predicated on, on hits. And, you know, if you don't, if you, f- you stop making videos and, and you stop, you know, you stop going viral, like your business gets taken away from you, right? Yeah. And so
0: so the, the main takeaway here, forget all the details about teacher AI for now. The main takeaway is okay, how can I build, question number one, how can I build, how can I create really good content and build a big following? And then if you're in the education space, how can you create an education product to create a better experience for your user, create a bigger, deeper connection, make a bigger impact, really teach something, meaningful content, charge for that, make a profit, and then you're gonna end up at a situation where you have tons of money in the bank, uh, everything going well, but you're still not sure what's gonna happen five years from now, right? So then the question is, okay, what can I do with all that cash? Can I invest that in building a product or a service that's, that's so good, and by the way, you don't have to operate it by yourself, right? You like tech, you're pretty involved in the product. But there's tons of examples out there of creators who, who partnered up with other parties um, that build a business for them. Yeah. It's the, it's the
1: classic uh, Donald Trump model, right? Like you just sell your name, you put your name in the building and, and uh, you know, but you have nothing to do with the, with yeah. the product.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I recently wrote, wrote an article about that, but a few examples. So you have Colin and for example, the, uh, the guys on YouTube that talk about the creative economy, right? They run this, this well, I, I think we can call it the media empire now, this newsletter, right? The published press. But they don't run it. Like Josh runs it. Um, and they don't need to do anything. And that the faces are not on it; they are the one and they are the ones endorsing the product. Oh yeah, so that's, uh, but the faces are not on it. Like if Colin and Samir stop creating content one day, the, the newsletter is still there and it can probably continue to grow to grow on its own. So, yeah, I talked about this on previous podcast episode. I, I think this is just something. If you're just starting out, just focus on the content. Right, that's always where you're going to have the most leverage. Um, but uh yo Ari. Uh great to see you here in New York. Yeah, thanks for for hosting me. I just got to meet Ari's kids for the first time. <laughs> um yeah, they're very cute. Alright, well I got to catch a flight later today Ari. Thank you so much for showing me around. Um sharing our story about the language business, YouTube, teacher AI and uh that's it. All right. Well,
1: see you guys next time.
0: All right, that was my conversation with Ari. Thanks so much for listening. If you want me to interview somebody that you want to learn more about, then just send me a DM on Instagram. Find me there, Jan van der A. I I will put my Instagram handle in the descriptions. Also, if you teach a foreign language online and you would like to use Teacher AI as a way to facilitate language lessons to your students then uh, yeah, send me a message, send me an email and uh, I can give you access for free so that you can check it out uh, because we're actually thinking about either offering an affiliate program for people in the language space, um, ideally even create a white label solution where you can have your own version of teacher AI so that people can practice a foreign language with you or with your AI clone um, still very early. We don't have that yet. But anyway, if you're interested and want to follow this project and, uh, and you are and you do teach languages online, you have a significant following, uh, then send me a message and I can tell you more and give you free access. That's it. Talk to you in the next episode.